You're listening to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. My name is Sammy Reyes, and as a college student and entrepreneur, I'm always looking for a little more passion in my life. On this podcast, my guests and I will teach you the tools to help you fashion your passion. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm super excited for this episode today because I have entrepreneur Chris with me, and we're going to talk all about sort of how he came to this point in his life right now, and also talk a little bit about how genuine connections are something that is necessary in entrepreneurship, but also in life in general. So Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is so great of an opportunity. I'm just so excited to get a chance to talk to you. Absolutely. So can you tell my listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do exactly right now? Yeah. So I am the founder and CEO of a company called Living Openly. And it's a company that is very dear to my heart. It's something that came out of a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of me trying to figure out who I am in this big old world. And one of the things that I was really determined to do was be authentic. And I had to ask myself, what does that even mean to me? And so through all of that, it really came down to me helping other people and really being genuine with myself and building relationships. I have been in marketing for over 12 years. I've been in Dallas. I've worked for entrepreneurs. I've worked for tech companies. I've worked for just about everybody. And I realized that one of the things that I can do very well is help people get clients. And so the reason why I can do that is because I've always been able to build genuine connections with other people because I treat people like people and people like always come up to me. Well, how do you do it? Well, yeah, I, I try to be nice to people and get to know people, listen to people, understand them because I know that there's three things that people want. They want to be seen, heard and know that they matter. And I let them know that all the time. Every time I get a chance to work with them, my clients, I let them know that and anybody that I meet. And it's authentic because I know that we all have a story. And as a marketer, I enjoy telling stories. And even more so, I enjoy getting the chance to hear people share their story. Because the one thing about Living Openly that I really want to add is Living Openly is about new opportunities and new possibilities and really opening yourself up to the world and to yourself really first, like really getting a chance to dive deep in on who you are, but what do you want to do and how do you want to be your best self and what does it take to get there? And that's where I come in and I help you get to where you want to be. Your goal is my goal and we'll get there together. So I like to use analogies all the time and it's like climbing a mountain or going through a valley and I'm just there with you. I've already climbed it maybe, or I've already went that direction. And so I'm able to kind of help you with those stumbles that we all have, or be like, watch out for that bear. It's going to be over there in those woods or whatever it is. I'm able to kind of help you out a little bit along the way. And I hope that we're able to build a genuine connection as we do that because I have clients, but I really enjoy them. Like I enjoy them thoroughly. Like one of my clients is just got engaged and I'm going to be going to the wedding. And so it's more than just me helping you with your business, but it's, it's really me getting a chance to know who you are as a person and really working with you every step of the way. And it tends to be like some of the things that I also 
I'm pretty good at because it's something that I were part of my master's degree from Pepperdine University in the education and psychology department. I learned a lot about emotional intelligence and really how to be more self-aware, have empathy. And really that's part of building relationships with being a good leader. And I just love, love, love being able to share that with my clients because a lot of times we're not aware. We don't know where, how we come off. We don't know where, how we do things that stop us from connecting. And that is part of the reasons why it's hard for people to get clients because they don't know how to connect. And connection is such a huge thing. And that's the thing that we all want. That's what we're really on this earth to do, in my opinion, is to make a connection. And I believe it should be more genuine, right? A genuine connection. Yeah. And I think the whole reason that I started this podcast was to tell stories, you know, was to allow people to come on a platform and be like, hi, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I want to pursue. And here's my biggest dreams. Like, how can we work together to sort of create a community to do all of that? And so I, you know, definitely agree with everything you're saying, but I want to know a little bit more of sort of how you came to where you are today, but in terms of like, quote unquote, finding yourself? Like, how did you do that? What was the process like for you? And how does that reflect on how you sort of educate your clients? <laughs> Thank you for digging. I would say probably around maybe like 23, I really was having a tough time in figuring out who I was because I grew up deeply religious background with mom and dad always went to church include my dad and granddad, both being Baptist preachers in the South, raised in Texas. So the idea of being gay was really taboo. And to really accept that as a truth for me is a hurdle in life. So I had to really, the worst lie you can ever tell is the one you tell yourself. And so I had to stop lying to myself and say, this is your truth and stand in it, the good, bad, and the ugly, right? And then not only that, but having a heartbreak and not really being able to heal from that when you close yourself off. Because when you close yourself off from love, you close yourself off from everything else. You're not able to give or get. And that's really where openness comes from too. Like being open, being open to love, love and connection. And learning that lesson then helped me realize that that's what other people are looking for too. And at the end of the day, what we really got to do is figure out how to be a little bit more open to new things, new possibilities, new, new ways of doing things, new challenges, and new experiences. Because if you keep doing the same thing, you can help, probably help me finish that sentence, right? You keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same results. That's the definition of insanity. So we're not trying to do that. We want to do something different. That is what I really am. I step in. I offer you a different point of view, a different way of doing things, because maybe the things that you are doing aren't working or aren't working the way you want them to. And so maybe you need a second set of eyes. You need some more accountability. You need a little bit of feedback. I'm there for you. That's what I do. Yeah. Absolutely. What has it been like sort of emphasizing the message of connection during the pandemic? Like, how have you sort of navigated that? How have you encouraged virtual connection and all those things? Yeah, you know, I have a podcast called Living Openly. (laughs) Same name. It's about talking to people that are making changes in the world, but the change that they make within themselves first. And that is one of the things that birthed out of the pandemic. I really wanted to be have a platform where I could connect with a lot of people on something that I could do at home and not necessarily be face-to-face and 
being able to connect with people like you has been such a tremendous opportunity that was able to overcome the obstacle of being sheltered in place. Because what I found is a lot of people are, we're feeling alone. And that is one of my biggest messages is that you are not alone. And that's why when you open yourself up and share your truth or be your true self, you're able to realize that you're not alone because other people may have had that same experience or had that same problem. And so that's where we are able to really connect when you realize, oh, hey, you've had that problem too. I so have I. Did you figure it out or did I figure it out? <laughs> right? So that's what we're really trying to do. And that's where those connection points have made. And uh, today, I think today I've done about 20 shows and really had good, deep, in-depth conversations with people that are, I call change makers and really have learned some really great lessons from them. And it's been a great experience connecting with those people as well as new clients that have come my way from podcasts or whether I'm on social media or my website, livinguponly.com or christopherdonnell.com. I have both of those, but it's really people are able to meet me online because I am such an extrovert. I don't know if you can tell, but I enjoy seeing people, touching people, hugging people, building community, pouring in the people, going to events, live in-person events. But I understood that that wasn't really the best option for me or for other people. And that wasn't something that we were able to do. So we had to transition and pivot. And in business, oftentimes you have to pivot. Because things are not always going to go the way you want them to. So you're going to have to always have other solutions. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, G, K plans, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that the biggest thing, like, with all of that was, like, we were able to sort of take more time to learn about ourselves and deal with whatever we were dealing with in our own life that maybe we were suppressing by being social or like going to work every day. And so I think for a lot of people, it was a huge time of like introspective work, right? It was a huge time of like, let's figure out how, when we get out of this, I can be better than I was before we went into this, you know? And so you mentioned before how the worst lies are the ones we tell ourselves. And like, how do you guide clients to sort of get out of that mindset of like continuing the cycle of like telling these lies to ourselves? And sort of where do you think it stems from? Obviously, part of it's just like how you were how you grew up and stuff like that. But in terms of like other things, like where do you think it stems from and how do you sort of navigate out of that? Well, the first thing I do is I create a safe space. I let people know that this is a safe space for you to be your true self. Right. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong or judge. And so that's the first thing is setting that environment and that scene. And then really just about asking questions, because that's what I do as a coach. I ask questions and those questions get down to the truth. And one of my favorite questions is, is that true? And, you know, it's like sometimes you have to ask it twice. Um <laughs> And because I think that allows you to really open up. It allows my clients to really say, choose whether or not they're going to be more truthful or more forthcoming. Because the thing is, what I also say is when you are able to really step into your truth, that is the moment when you are able to move forward. And I let them know we're not able to move forward if you're not able to be truthful. Right. And so I let them know how important it is. And then we walk through it. And sometimes it takes time. 
because sometimes things that like I think part of your question was where does it come from and I, th- I think like me like I grew up just thinking that my truth was wrong and so that took a lot of unlearning and relearning some new things and trying to figure that out for myself and then with help from other people I've hired coaches I've hired therapists I've had all kinds of friends like everybody has helped me like I've had so much help and so many people pour into me and now that's where I I'm just so honored and so amazed that I'm able to give back to so many people no 100% and I agree with you and I think sometimes it could be so hard to choose you know because sometimes some of those truths you tell yourself separate you or could potentially separate you from family, from friends, all this stuff like that. And what, in your opinion, like with choices, like how do you sort of do that? How do you say like, how do you encourage people to say this is the right thing to choose? Right. I'm glad that you said it like that. I don't, I will never tell you what is the right choice. That is only for you to decide. But what I do encourage is freedom. And if freedom is what you're looking for, then I will show you the path towards freedom, right? And that means that sometimes you got to leave people behind. And so the question that I ask is, what's more important? Are you more important? Or is having that relationship or having that thing, holding on to that thing, is that more important than your sanity, your life? And I always say, we only have one life to live. And you got to choose to do the things that you want to do for the best and betterment of who you are. And sometimes it is a tough decision. And sometimes you do have to leave people behind. And sometimes you have to, when you leave people behind, that doesn't mean that you're giving up on them or you're closing the door. But what you are doing is choosing yourself and choosing your freedom, choosing love for yourself. And that is a huge thing, I believe, is that we have to choose to love ourselves. And a lot of people don't love themselves. But when you start loving who you are and accepting who you are, you are embracing who you are, it's a little bit easier to say, I'm not going to accept that anymore because that's not love. That's pain and that's hurt and that's shame. I'm going to leave that because I love myself. And yes, like I said, it's sometimes... You got to make some tough decisions, some tough choices. But when you're choosing love, to me, that is choosing the right thing to do. And I think it also, it stems into a conversation of values. Like, what are your top values? Is it, like you said, like love over family or is it family over whatever else it could be? And so to get clear on your values, I feel like is to get clear is also helps get clear on those choices you're making. How do you, speaking of values, how do you sort of allow or, you know, encourage people to add to a list of their values, authenticity? How do you say, yes, it's super scary to be authentic. Like when you are authentic, it, it's a brave thing to do. How do you encourage that? How do you say this could be for the betterment of your life? Yeah. I mean, like it goes back to that love thing. When you love who you are, it becomes a little bit more easier to be authentic because you're stepping into your truth and you're not only stepping into it, you're owning it. You're like, hey, I know I'm not the perfect person. I may not be the best person for this job, but I'm going to still go out for it. I may not be the best person in this relationship. I am flawed. I make mistakes. I own up to that. But that doesn't mean that I can't still be who I am. 
I don't have to hide. I don't have to put on a mask or a charade or anything like that. I'm just going to show up and be myself. And if I'm not accepted, then maybe I need to go somewhere else. I, you know, it's really about really just embracing and loving who you are and, and knowing that you're not perfect and no one else is. And, and I think that you don't need to try to be anything other than who you are. 100%. I definitely agree. And I think it's just, it's such a process, you know, cause like we can come on and talk about it and like people who are listening are just like, I have to do X, Y, and Z right now. And it's like, no, it's like, it's totally a process and it totally, it could take months. It could take years. It could take days. Like it really depends on your heart. There's not three easy tips to be your authentic self, <laughs> you know? It's like in three days, you're gonna be completely transformed. Like I told you, like I was 23, that was 23 years <laughs> of living a life that wasn't necessarily true, right? And I mean, it's deeper than that because there's parts of like, I didn't even realize what was true and all those things. But like I said, 23 years, and even then, I'm still like in a place where like I have to make sure that I'm checking myself. Am I loving myself? Am I showing up authentic? Right. There's times when we do want to curdle up and hide because we don't want the confrontation. We don't want the shame or the displeasing or disappointing people or whatever. And so, yeah, we have to train ourselves and keep encouraging ourselves. And that's what's one of the great things about having a coach or being an entrepreneur for me. I get to help people, encourage them every single day to be their best self. Every day I get a chance to do that. And they help me be my best self because they, they say that I'm inspiring them. But you know what? They're inspiring me. They're reminding me, you got to show up and be your true self so I can be my true self. Absolutely. 100%. I have loved this conversation. I think we can go on for hours and hours, but I like to keep my podcast episodes short. So I want to roll into the final question of the podcast, which is one that I have asked every single guest who has ever been on. And based off of the title of the podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion, what is one tip that you would give those who are dreaming based off of how you have fashioned your passion? Oh my God. Gosh, I should have been more prepared for that question. <laughs> it's such a hard ball. It really is. When I think of fashion, I love the name, by the way. And you have to come on the show. You got. I'm so interested in learning more about you and more about the show. So you're going to have to come on my show, too. After this, we'll have to set that up. But when you think of fashioning your passion, that's like designing your passion. And I think what it really stems down to me, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but authenticity, it's all about being true and honest and loving yourself. Like, I really think the key to fashioning your passion is getting down to the truth of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So good. Where can people find you on the web, on social, list it all out? Oh my gosh, livingopenly.com is the place to go for all things business related. ChristopherDonnell.com is like who I am. And, and then I'm on Instagram at Chris Donnell Coaching. And then I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. I think if you just kind of like start searching my name, you'll find me. I hope that this has been of some service and some use to people that are listening. Because like I said, that's my goal is to help you reach your goals. 
Absolutely. Yes. And thank you so much for coming on. For those who are listening, all of his links will be linked down below. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in this week.